All right, I'm just going to get started. This is my brand new podcast, A Book and a Beverage. I'm really excited about it. My first episode ever. I don't really know what I'm doing, to be honest, and I don't know that much about podcasts, but I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm doing. So bear with me. In this first episode, I'm just going to talk about what you can expect as a listener and what I'm planning on making this podcast into. I'm sitting here in my basement in Billings, Montana. It's nice and cozy. I have blankets, pillows, candles. I have coffee. Um, I'm super comfortable, um, besides the fact that I'm talking to myself, which I never do. Very uncomfortable with the sound of my voice, and that's honestly one of the reasons I'm doing this. Um, Just because I think I need to learn that my opinion matters, and I do have things to say because I'm usually the type that just listens I'm not usually the talker. I'm in grad school right now. I'm not the one who raises my hand to give my opinion. I pretty much let anybody else talk for me, which I think is not a great habit, and I'm trying to get out of that. So that's one of the reasons I'm starting this. Another one is just I love to read, and I think if I start a podcast like this, I might end up reading more. I'm going to try to post every Sunday. We'll see if that happens, being that I'm in grad school, but I'm going to try. Um, I already have like the first few books planned, and usually it's going to be me and a guest. I won't usually be on here talking to myself because I think it's kind of weird, and I would so much rather have somebody else's opinion because my opinion is, I mean, all it is is just my opinion. Um... I'm really excited for next week because we'll have our first guest and she already picked the book and I started reading it. I'm really excited because it's a book I've always wanted to read and she's one of my really, really good friends here in Billings. But yeah, um, so that's why I chose to do a podcast about books. Um, The beverage part of it is just because I love all sorts of beverages. I'm a wine person. I'm a barista, so I love coffee. Like, all different sorts of coffee. Um, So you can expect me to be drinking a lot of caffeine while I'm recording these podcasts. Um, But I also like going to bars. I like going to breweries. I like drinking tea. So I think it's just kind of like incentive to get guests on if I can bribe them with nice drinks. Also, I think it might just be fun if you as a listener want to prepare a beverage and sit back and relax and listen to my podcasts and add new books to your reading list. I'm a big fan of comfort, so I encourage you, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, just like grab a blanket, sit in a bathtub, grab a glass of wine, make a French press, whatever you want. I'm pretty sure my first few episodes will just have my mom and my aunt and maybe like my little brother listening. Um, We'll see. I have an Instagram, a book and a bev. Um, You can follow that. Um, Like this podcast, follow me, do whatever you want, share with your friends if they like to read or if, you know, you're looking for new book recommendations. So I'm just going to get started on the first book I chose, um, which is called The Gift of Being Yourself by David G. Benner. Um, This book was recommended to me by a friend here in Billings. His name is Ryan. Um, Every time I get together with him, we just have the best conversations. So I knew when he recommended this book, it would be 
a really eye-opening one, and it definitely was. Um, it's a self-help book, and um, David Benner is a Christian psychologist. I chose this book for the first episode because uh, it's actually my year anniversary of living in Billings, Montana. And I have done quite a lot of self-growth and soul-searching and changing and growing up in the one year that I've lived here. I feel like I am almost a completely different person than the person I was back in Minnesota. Mostly all good things, all for the better. I still have a lot of room to grow, which is why I was interested in reading this book. Um, because this book is all about transformation and um, just kind of building your relationship with God. Um, I am Christian. I grew up Catholic. I don't really view myself or introduce myself as a Catholic because I haven't been going to Catholic Church in quite a while. I have nothing against um, people who are Catholic. Obviously, a lot of my family is Catholic. My grandma, who is one of the strongest, most intelligent women that I know, is a very strong Catholic. Just for me personally and the path that I've been on lately, I've realized that my faith has grown so much stronger since I've stepped kind of away from the Catholic faith and just been more of a non-denominational Christian. And in Benner's book, he tells a story about this pastor, and this story kind of made me feel even more strongly about why I'm okay with my choice to step away from the Catholic religion. Um, he talks about this pastor who obviously was very well-versed in the teachings of the Bible, and it was his job to know um, what it means to follow God. But there was a situation where he was counseling a woman and he was overcome with lust for her and they ended up having an inappropriate relationship and he lost his job. So on paper, anybody would see this man and assume that he is a very spiritual, faithful, um, knowledgeable person and he probably has a great relationship with God. But Benner talks a lot about the difference between knowing through experience or just knowing about from, you know, hearing about God through teachings and um, just reading about him and studying him, but not actually experiencing him. And it wasn't actually that I understood this until I moved to Billings and I started going to a church that focused on relationships and love and just being a good person and doing all of this just in order um, to look more like Jesus. And that's when I finally felt like I was starting to know and experience God firsthand. Rather than just being taught about God and the rules I was supposed to follow. Um, even as a child, when I was going to church every Sunday, I felt like I was doing it because I had to. And I was following rules and trying not to lie and trying to pray every night just because I was a bad Catholic if I didn't. Um, it's honestly a very new thing for me to live a life like Jesus just because I think it's the right thing to do and I want to be more like him. Um, and I do think the best way to do that is through experience and building relationships and talking about other people's experiences. And I love the church that I go to now. And I've learned so much in the last year, and 
I feel like for the first time I'm finally like going in the right direction. Um, and I know a lot of people who are listening to this podcast might not be religious at all. Um, you might be spiritual, you might want nothing to do with it. Um, most of my podcasts aren't going to be about this. Uh, this is just kind of, it has a lot to do with why I started this podcast because I'm doing a lot of self-analysis and I'm doing a lot of reflection and just trying to better myself. But um, most of my books are not going to be self-help books. So if that is deterring you from this, I apologize. Um, You can skip to the next episode if you like. Um, That will be a more classic book that anybody would be interested in. Um, But uh, for now, I'm going to keep talking about this book. Um, Another thing that I do find really interesting um, that Benner talks about is the difference between self-reflection versus self-analysis. I think partially why I think this is so interesting is because I was a psych major in undergrad and um, we talked a lot about mindfulness and I've always thought it was so important to just be aware of your own feelings, your own thoughts, um, your daily processes. And um, so Benner says that self-reflection is different than self-analysis because in self-analysis you're kind of looking for a problem like something that you want to change where self-reflection is just kind of being present and aware of your own experiences and I think awareness is just so important and not enough people talk about it not enough people uh, spend time or energy just trying to be more aware and um, Benner actually quotes Richard Rohr which um, I had to include because my really good friend Jake, he loves Richard Rohr and he would always talk about him. But he quotes him saying, We cannot attain the presence of God. We're already totally in the presence of God. What's absent is awareness. But yeah, I just really liked that. And I think um, that quote kind of says it all and sums up a lot of what this book is about. Another thing that I got really excited about in this book um, was that he talked about the Enneagram, um, which is kind of like a personality test, kind of like the Myers-Briggs test, if you guys are familiar with that. But the Enneagram, um, it has nine different personalities, I think. And I know I'm a two, which is the helper. I thought it was super clever what Benner did. Um, He took each personality type from the Enneagram and he associated each one of them with like a core need or like a sin that correlates with each personality type. And as I was reading them, the one that I thought was kind of the most painful and kind of like, I was like, oh, I was like cringing when I read it was mine and I think that goes to show that like we have this natural instinct where when we hear about like our flaws we want to like kind of flip the switch and not be aware of it and kind of not be cognizant of it and ignore it and that is the opposite of mindfulness and I think with him identifying the sin attached to your personality type it really makes you think and it makes you aware of the fact that you have these things that you push down. And a funny thing that he did that um, I just, like, I don't know, I thought it was super interesting. 
he compared each personality type and the sin of that personality with a person from the Bible. I don't know if the listeners will be familiar with biblical characters, but for a two, which is me, I'm the helper, um, it says twos need to be loved and needed, and their competence in making this happen sets them up for pride, and it uses Martha from the Bible as a good biblical example of a two, and that just made me so upset because Martha, to me, is one of the most irritating people in the Bible because she can't just be happy with Um, being in the presence of Jesus, she finds everything to complain about. I think if I remember the story correctly, it's two sisters, Mary and Martha, and Martha gets super pissed because she's doing all this cooking and cleaning, because she invited Jesus into her house, and her sister Mary is just kind of hanging out, um, like listening to Jesus' stories, and um, Martha just gets kind of pissed because like she's not getting the approval she wants, she's not getting to sit and relax and put her feet up and her sister is kind of getting to hang out with Jesus and maybe like they're bonding and Martha just sitting off by herself and she wants that love and attention from Jesus because who wouldn't? Um, But I always thought she was so annoying because it's like you're kind of doing this to yourself and then I realized that is my personality type. Like I I take things really personally, and I do look for that approval and love from everybody. I look for it from my parents, from my friends, from a significant other. I look for it all the time. And when Benner talks about how this kind of sets you up for pride, it took me a second to understand that um, because I was thinking, like, you know, just because I want love and approval and I want to help people, um... How would that set me up for pride? And it took me a bit of kind of like self-reflection to understand what he meant by that. And I think, this is just my opinion, I think um, I do come off as prideful in a lot of situations because it is prideful to think that I am so important that people should give me their attention. And while I do love helping people, and like that's what my whole career path is about and I do get so much satisfaction from helping people and I think it's so important to give to those who have less than I do I realize like there is a aspect of pride because I want to do things that make me look like a better person and I hate to admit that but that is just that uncomfortable feeling that you know, I'm turning off that feeling and ignoring it, but it's definitely there. And um, that is kind of just the sin that falls under my personality. And it makes a lot of sense to me. And each of the personality types have their own um, kind of core sin. So I'll give an example of like the number nine personality type because I have quite a few friends who identify as nines. And um, I won't say that this is accurate because it's not my place. But just because I know a lot of nines, I think more listeners might relate to it. Um, It's a more common personality type. But a nine um, is known as a peacemaker. So their whole thing is kind of just like avoiding conflict and being loved and happy and like content in every situation if possible. Um, and trying to make everybody else feel that way too. 
And so Benner says that nines need to maintain emotional peace and avoid initiative and are tempted by laziness, comfortable illusions, and being overly accommodating. Um, and he says that Jonah in the Bible illustrates this type. I just think um, each of those are super interesting. So if you want to read that book, if you want to read this book just to look at that, um, it's a really short book, so it would be easy to flip through and find. But yeah, I just think it's so good to um, read things like this and research more about yourself, your personality type, what makes you you, what makes you different from others, and just kind of be aware how not only you perceive yourself, but how other people might be perceiving you. Um, and I think even if you aren't Christian, it, um, just self-discovery is so important. Um, there is so much about this book that I could keep talking about, but um, I think I covered all of the things that I found most interesting. There's so much more to this book, and it offers um, some mindfulness practices. It gives you a lot of really great ideas just for experiencing God in your life. Um, but besides that, I forgot that I didn't even talk about the beverage that I was drinking today. Um, it's a Costa Rica French press. Uh, it's very citrusy and like bright. Um, I'm a big coffee fanatic, so I don't know if that makes me sound super nerdy that I'm talking about coffee like wine tasting, but that's what we do. Um, and I'm drinking an entire, I think it's 32 ounces of coffee by myself. And I wish I could tell you that's not a normal day for me. But yeah, it's quite delicious. So um, that's about all I have to say. Next week, I have my really good friend Lizzie coming on to talk with me. And she is a fellow occupational therapy grad student with me. She's a year ahead of me, so she's about to graduate. But I'm super, super, super stoked to have her on. She picked out the book One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, and I'm so excited. I've been reading it to prep for next week's episode. I've seen the movie a few times and I love the movie with Jack Nicholson. Um, so yeah, and also she's the one who wrote the incredible intro song that I'm going to use at the beginning of each one of my podcasts. So basically, she's just awesome in every way. But um, tune in. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. I really, really need feedback because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and tell your friends. And hopefully, if you didn't like this episode, next week I'll talk about something that's more interesting to you. Please leave me comments. Let me know if you're listening. Follow me like this episode, like my podcast. I don't know how it works, honestly. I haven't posted one before, but it'll be on Spotify, and I'll probably post the link on my Facebook if we're friends. If we're not friends, uh, feel free to message me. I love making new friends. I'm all about building those relationships, so um, if you have anything you want to talk about relating to this podcast or not relating to this podcast, I'm all ears. So, love you. I don't know who you are, but I love you. And as RuPaul says, bye. Ba, 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 ba.